Well, today we are starting a brand new series called The Greatest Show on Earth. And the title of my message today is Don't Dance Alone. Don't Dance Alone. I'm just curious. Anybody in here can dance? Any dancers in here? You can bust a move, cut a rug. I see a a few hands, few hands coming up. Somebody's afraid I'm going to call them up. All right, come up here. Show me what you got. No, I'm not going to do that. But most of you, you're, you're like me. I didn't see most of you. My hands are down. I don't have any rhythm whatsoever. Matter of fact, I've talked to God about this because I really wish I could dance. Like I prayed. I'm like, Lord, if you give me some rhythm. Like I see all these dance shows and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. You know what? So every once in a while I'll pray. I'll be like, all right, Lord, why don't you bless me with the ability to dance? And then I'll bust it out, like do a little cabbage patch, like, oh, cabbage patch, cabbage patch. See, I got a little, I don't have, or maybe the robot, you know, the little, some, some rope, no, it's probably not working out. Or There is one dance though that everybody can do, I don't, I don't care who you are, it's called the lawnmower, okay, go, go like, start the lawnmower, start the lawnmower. You can even remix it, stuh, stuh, start the lawnmower. Oh, it's going, now ride that lawnmower, ride it. Ride that lawnmower, one hand, one hand riding a lawnmower, one hand, one hand, you know, I, a little bit of dance. Or my, my favorite one is off the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the Carlton, you know, have you ever seen that? You know, you know little Carlton, he's doing his little, he's doing his little, and uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not the greatest show on earth. I don't have many dance skills, uh, not, not much rhythm. But about 10 years ago, I went on a cruise, and I, I saw a young man that, literally thought he was the greatest show on earth. And, and I saw one of the most amazing dance performances I've ever seen in my life. It, again, I was on a cruise, and me and my stepdad were, you know, walking around. They got all these different things on the cruise. And we walked into this room, and people are dancing. And I, I'm a people watcher, you know, so we get in there. I'm just kind of watching. I can't dance, so I'm not dancing. I'm just watching everybody. And I noticed this guy, he's over at the DJ table, and he's getting excited. You know, he, you know he's like, doing, like, I can tell he's like picking a song. This song, you know what I mean? And so I'm kind of watching. I don't know if anybody else is watching, but I'm watching this guy. And so he tells him about his song, and after he tells him the song, he goes into the middle of the dance floor, and he does this. Now, mind you, a song's still playing, and people are still dancing. And I'm like, well, this is about to get good. <laughs> so I am, I'm just sitting back, and I'm watching this dude, and no joke, he's sitting like this. His song comes on. Okay, first thing he does is he takes his shirt and pulls it over his head. Okay? Now, he wasn't rocking a six-pack. Okay? It more looked like a hairy bowl of jello. Okay? That's, that's what it looked like, a hairy bowl of jello. Okay? He pulls the shirt over his head, and he does a little something like this. Then he does it again. And this dude, he's getting it. Some of you are like, are you allowed to move your hips like that in church? Like, is that? He, he is going off. He clears out the whole dance floor. And not in a good way. You know, sometimes you see people are like, oh, oh. No, no, no. Everybody was like, whoa. And, and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, Thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to see this. This is the, he cleared it out. I mean, it was hilarious. He was dancing alone. It was weird. And he officially became that guy. You know what I mean? The rest of the crews. Hey, look, look. There's that guy. Remember him doing the magic thing? I mean, he was that guy dancing all by himself, clearing out the dance floor and all that stuff. And, and here's the deal. It's, it's easy in church. To also be that guy. 
where we dance alone, where we try to live for God by ourselves, with no relationships, no accountability, no Christian friends. And I want you to know that, again, God doesn't want us to dance alone. Dancing alone can be dangerous. Living for God without any help can be, it can be dangerous. It can, it can lead to people getting lonely, bitter, church hopping or leaving churches. Lead to people just coming up with their own weird beliefs that don't line up with God's word because there's no accountability, there's no help to help them, you know, understand God's word. And so dancing alone can be a, a very dangerous place. And here at People's Church, we want to do all we can to help you so that you don't dance alone. And the greatest way for us to do that is through our community groups. Our community groups exist so you don't dance alone, so that you don't become that guy. They, they, they exist so that you can get connected with other people and build some relationships that are going to help you. And some of you may be thinking, well, I've never even heard of that terminology, community group. What is that? It's just a group of people, small group of people. It could be four people. could be 10, 15, 20. A group of people that are maybe meeting for a Bible study or some that meet to play basketball but pray beforehand and are doing life together and building relationships and having uh, accountability. They, they come in all those different ways. And we have community groups all over the city. And they're here so that nobody... Nobody has to dance alone. Because again, dancing alone is a dangerous place to be. God did not create you to dance alone. And so I want to look at our main text today to, to help us with this topic. We're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 1 through 4. It said, after David had finished talking with Saul, he met Jonathan, the, king, the king's son. There was an immediate bond between them, for Jonathan loved David. From that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. And Jonathan made a solemn pact with David because he loved him as he loved himself. Jonathan sealed the pact by taking off his robe and giving it to David, together with his tunic, sword, bow, and belt. All of us need a relationship like David and Jonathan, a relationship of love, of unity, commitment, accountability. And this is the kind of relationship you will find in a community group. And so today I want to give you three things you will find in a community group. Three things you'll find in a community group. Because again, it's our heart that nobody in this building would dance alone. And so the, the, the first thing is this, is you'll find friends who will provide care for you. You'll find friends who will provide care for you. If you notice in that scripture, it said, Jonathan gave David his robe, his tunic, his sword, his bow, and belt. He saw a need and met it. He, he provided care for David. He, he was serving David by, by giving him these things. And again, a community group, one of the major elements of them is it's a place where you'll receive care. Anything from as simple as if, if I need a ride at 5 a.m. in the morning to go to the airport, I'll call somebody from my community group. And it goes both ways. If they need a ride, they can call me because, again, we're, we're here to serve one another, to care for one another. You know, Jamie had Callie, our, our baby girl, about two months ago. She's two months old now. And, man, it was amazing, just the love and the care we received from our community group. Provided us meals, calling us up, hey, do you need anything? Do you need us to pick up anything? Do you need diapers? I, I mean, it was awesome. And the reality for me and Jamie is our immediate family lives about 10 or 12 hours away from here. But we didn't notice, really. Because our, our, our church family, was just, 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 it was, they were just so amazing with the care they gave us with, in, in this amazing moment of, of having a, a, a new baby. And you, and you know what? We, we, we may not be connected by blood. 
Well, I, I guess we are. We're connected by the blood of Christ. Connected by the blood of Christ. And they, they were there to provide care. Which it was, again, as if our immediate family was there. We were just so blessed by our community group, the, the, the care they gave us. On the flip side, just this uh, last week, my grandma passed away. She was battling cancer, and, and she lost that battle, and she's with the Lord now. And, uh, but it's a difficult time. And, uh, it's been amazing to have, again, we were actually home for that. But it's been, a, been amazing to have people from our community group call and text and say, hey, we're praying for you. We're praying for your family. And we love you guys. You know, two major events in our life, the amazing one of, of our daughter being born and the difficult one of my grandma passing away, I, I could not imagine going through either one of those things alone. And I'm so thankful that we're in a community group. And because of that, we didn't go through them alone. They, they were with us through, through, through both of those times. And, and that's what community groups are all about, a place to provide care to the good and the bad. It's a place where you can take prayer requests and, and, and not just be prayed for, but have people follow up with you. Man, that's an awesome feeling when I share a prayer request with my, with my community group and they'll come back and ask me, hey, how's that thing going? Should I still be praying for that? Is there some other way I can pray? That's an awesome feeling. Community groups are a place where they'll, they'll be with you through difficult times, through a, a death in the family or sickness. Or if you're in the hospital, they'll, they'll, they'll go visit you. They'll be with you good times, whether it's a wedding or a, a baby, the, the, the good or the bad. Community groups are a place that provide care for you through the good and the bad. When you win, they win. When you lose, they lose. I just heard a, a couple months ago uh, somebody talking about their community group, and they were just, just, just bragging about them. They needed to move into another home, and uh, they, they picked like the coldest day of the year. It was like that day where it was like freezing and the wind was blowing like crazy, and, and they were just talking about how their community group came out in that weather, in the freezing cold, carrying all the, the, the couches and furniture and, and beds. I mean, the, the worst day possible to move, but they had to be out that day. And their community group members, they came, they cared, and they helped. And, and it's a care based off love, a love for Jesus and a love for others. It's genuine. When you join a community group, there's no contract you sign that's saying, okay, I promise to help you move out of your house. No, there's no strings attached. There's no contract. You're just joining this other group of people that are seeking and searching and, and living for God. And just it's just naturally being the body of Christ. Man, we're going to care for one another. We're, we're, we're going to serve one another. We, we are going to meet those needs. It, it's, it's an awesome thing. You don't have to beg for it. It, it just it happens. Galatians 5.13, it says, For you have been called to live in freedom. My brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's what community groups are about. Serving one another in love. And it's not about charity. Don't join a community group to get some charity. No, no, no. It goes both ways. You go to a place where you're going to be cared for, but it's also a place where you're going to care for others. And wherever the need is, you, you meet it. You meet it and you share and you care and you love. See, again, God does not want you dancing alone. He wants you to be in these relationships where not only you can be cared for, but God wants to use you to care for others. So that's the first thing that you'll find in a, in a community group is friends who will provide care for you. Second thing that you'll find is friends that will love you unconditionally. Friends that will love you unconditionally. 
It says Jonathan loved David. It said he loved him as he loved himself. And you may be thinking, well, that's no big deal. But there's a backstory here. See, Jonathan's dad was Saul. Saul was the king. Jonathan was next in line to be king. But God chose David to be king. And it would have been very easy for Jonathan to have conditional love. All right, I'm going to love you until you take my spot on the throne. Or you know what? I'm just not going to love you at all because you're going to take my spot on the throne. It would have been easy to hold a grudge, to be angry, to be bitter. But even though David was going to take his position, he loved him unconditionally. And when you get into a community group, you're going to find a safe place of people that love God and that are going to love you. They're going to help you with any hang-ups that you have. They're not going to look down on you for it. They're also not going to ignore it. They're going to love you and help you and minister to you. All right, all of us, we need a place where we can go, we can be raw and real. And that's where community groups exist. You can go, you can be raw and real with these individuals. And again, they're going to love you unconditionally. And man, when you get into a group like that, it's going to be liberating. No more having to hide stuff and keep it all into yourself. Now you have these group of people that you're meeting with on a regular basis. That again, they're going to love you unconditionally. And again, vice versa. You're going to love them unconditionally and through that there, there, there's going to be growth there, there's going to be healing when I was a little kid you know I had those I think we all had these moments maybe where we you know ate too much pizza or food and too much pop and two or three a.m. hits and you sit up and you're like Bleh. you know what I mean like puke everywhere I know your lunchtime's coming up it's not it's, just bear with me here and when that would happen you know what did I do? Did I just go take my clothes off and put new pajamas on and clean my bed and just take care of myself? No. I did what every kid does. Mama! Daddy! I started crying for my, for my mom and my dad. And I sat in my puke until they came, you know? And it would always start off, you know, kind of, you know, Mama! Daddy! Mama! Daddy! You know, if they weren't hearing you, Mama! Daddy! Some of your parents know what I'm talking about. It might have happened to you last night. And I would stay there in my, my, my throw up until my, my parents came. And when they would come, they would they'd clean me up. They, they'd help me out of bed. They'd get me new pajamas. They would clean off my bed, change my sheets. You know, and I'm, you know, thrown up too. I always felt like I was like, I couldn't breathe. You know, so I got tears. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like a traumatic moment. You know, and they're comforting me. And then they go get me Sprite and crackers. I don't know why Sprite and crackers is like the remedy for... If you got a sick stomach and here's the deal. I, I stayed in my, my throw up until they came because I knew they loved me unconditionally. That, that they would come and help me and they would clean it up. If I was at a stranger's house, I probably would have just slept in my puke. You know what I mean? Like I'd, and I'm like, whoa, what happened? What? I must, must have happened while I was sleeping. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're strangers. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have been, you know, hey, come I, I just... I wouldn't have done that, and here's the deal. We, we all got issues, and some of it's fouler than, than others. And I don't know about you, but I want to be in a place where I know people are going to love me unconditionally. And, and not only love me unconditionally, but in that love, they're going to help me clean it up. All right, God doesn't want you cleaning it up by yourself, whatever the issue is, whatever the struggle is. He doesn't want you holding it in because you're worrying about what other... He wants you to be in a, in a group where, I mean, you can just come. As you are, and, and, but at the same time, get help and be ministered to whatever that need is, whatever the struggle is, to be with people that, again, they're, they're going to help you. 
They're, they're going to help clean it up. They're going to help clean you up and, and encourage you in it. You know, I love going to a community group where I can be the raw and real Chris. I can't do that everywhere. But I know in my group that is a safe place of people that, that love me unconditionally. And I can, I can go there. Again, I couldn't imagine holding it all in. I couldn't imagine just cleaning it all up by myself. And so I love going to that place. And again, it goes both ways. It's a place where you'll receive love unconditionally. But God also wants you to go and give love unconditionally. That you can minister to needs as your needs are being ministered to. And so that's the second thing you're going to find at a community group is friends that will love you unconditionally. The third thing you're going to find is friends who will strengthen you spiritually. Friends who will strengthen you spiritually. Again, back to that scripture, it said Jonathan had David's back. They made a pact, okay? But Jonathan didn't just make a pact with David. He honored it. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 23, verses 15 through 16. David's in a tough spot. Saul's coming after him. He wants to kill him. God's word says this. It says, while David was at Horish in the desert of Ziph, he learned that Saul had come out to take his life. And Saul's son, Jonathan, went to David at Horish and helped him find strength in God. He helped him find strength in God. He helped strengthen him spiritually. He, he, he went to him. See, David and Jonathan, they had a Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen relationship, which says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. See, in a community group, you're going to find friends that help you become more like Jesus. You're going to find friends where you can read God's word together. You can study God's word together. You can ask questions about God's word. A place where you can pray for one another's needs. A, a, place, a place where you can serve together, where you can reach out to others together. Again, a place where you're going to grow closer to God with others. And, and part of that strength, too, is that you're, you're going to be with people that are going to ask you the tough questions. People about, how's your family? They're going to ask you, how's, how's your purity? How are your kids? And they're not asking this question because they're trying to meddle or because they, 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 they want the latest gossip. They're asking these questions because they care and they want to help you. They want to see you strengthened spiritually. They want to see you overcome. And so they're going to ask about your job or, or, or whatever struggles that you may have. And I know even hearing that, that could be something that's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if I can be in a community group. I don't want people knowing all my business. Not everybody needs to know all your business, but we all need a small group of people that can know our business so they can help us through our business, help us overcome our business. And they're not going to look down. They're not going to hold it again. They're going to love unconditionally, and they are going to help us grow spiritually. Again, every single one of us needs a group. Again, this is the heartbeat of people's church, that nobody would dance alone, that everybody would be in a community group. To the point that Epic, we're all about community groups. Our student ministry, every single one of our students is in a community group. We want to be right in line with the church. And so every Wednesday, every student that comes, again, starting this Wednesday, every student that comes, they are going to be in a community group, a place where they have a leader, an adult, that's going to provide care for them, that's going to love them, and that's going to help strengthen them spiritually. And every week we have going on because we believe that's, that, that's the greatest chance for people to grow in their relationship for God. For you as adults and as well as our students. It's the greatest place where they can go. It gives them the greatest opportunity 
to grow, to be in that kind of environment with those kind of relationships so they can grow and thrive in their relationship with God. And so we have many leaders that are pouring into our students every week. And man, I'd encourage you, maybe you're in here and you want to invest in this next generation, in a young man or a young lady. We're always looking for more leaders. We need more people. We need some men that are going to come and invest in our young men. We need some ladies that are going to come in and invest, provide care, love, and help strengthen them spiritually. And if you want to get plugged in with what we're doing, man, let me know. After the experience, I'm walking around the hallways. You can call the office. You can email me. We're always growing. And this will always be a part of what we do. So whether it's 500 students or 1,000, we want every student in a community group so they can grow. And we want every adult in a community group so they can be strengthened spiritually. See, there is power in we and defeat in just me. See, the devil wants you to dance alone. He wants you to dance alone. He wants you to be all by yourself. He doesn't want you to have relationships. He doesn't want you to have accountability because he knows it's going to change your life in a positive way. With we, there is power with others behind us to support us, encourage us, pray with us. Man, that is where we can truly grow and thrive in our relationship with God. We all need those kinds of relationships. Let me illustrate to you this way. I'm sure all of you be wondering, what in the world is this ladder doing up on stage? And I'll be honest with you, the ladder has me uncomfortable. I don't like ladders. Matter of fact, I hate them. I have never once saw a ladder and was like, I want to climb that. I, I just don't. I, not, and here, here's why, okay? If you look at this ladder, okay, the higher the steps go, the smaller they get. That just ain't right. You know, have anybody, like maybe I don't understand how it all works, but the higher the steps, the smaller they get, which gives me the greatest chance to, to fall off the ladder. And there are people that have fallen off ladders. There are people that have fallen off ladders and have died. So I don't see a ladder. I see a death trap. That, that's what I see. When I look up here, I see a death trap. And you know that most ladder accidents happen with people who try to climb the ladder by themselves. Now, I'll, I'll try to climb it by myself. All right, I climbed it. That's as far as I'll go. I will not take it. This is where I'm comfortable on a ladder. I better live in a house with, with low ceilings, right? I mean, this is, this is com- that first step. That, there is no way by myself am I going to climb all the way to the top. But with some help, maybe I can make it to the top. I have some friends that are going to come up here and help me out here. And, and I want you to know as my, as my friends come up, these are not friends that I just, you know, like random people I just picked in the audience. I'm actually in a community group with all of these people and so they've come here to support me and, and to help me with this message and so I, I need you guys to hold on one of these legs. Now I know some of you are more skilled than I am and you probably only need one or two people to hold the ladder but this is a tall ladder and I don't like heights and so I want to have some good stability here, okay? So we're going to, with them, these four holding it, we're going to see if I can accomplish this feat if I, if I can climb up this ladder, okay? So, so, so just bear with me as I go up. Now look, y'all don't be playing no games, all right? I know where y'all live. Don't be shaking the ladder, all right? Sorry, just, you know. All right, so look, here's the deal. By myself, I'm not even attempting this. But with these guys holding the ladder, you know what? I'm, I'm going to climb. I'm going to climb up high. All right, I couldn't do this without them holding at the bottom, okay? I know what some of you are thinking right now. Higher, higher, <laughs> one more step. Should I go up one more? I'm nervous. One more. D- 
dear Jesus. <laughs> Woo! It's high up here, y'all. This is the highest I have ever climbed a ladder in my life. All right? And here's the deal. It never would have happened with my friends at, without my friends at the bottom. Okay? And, and, and here's, here's the deal. Here's what I want to show you is that God wants to do great things in your life. He wants to take you to new heights. He wants to, he wants to do great things in your life, but he can't do it with you dancing alone. Okay? He wants to do it through you and the support of others so that you can climb up higher, so that you can go further in your relationship with God. And you're, you, again, you're not going to get there without the support. So that's why we want to encourage you to get into a community where, again, you can do things you never thought you could do, like I'm doing right now. And here's the deal. I'm still scared. I'm, I'm being real honest with you. I do not want to be the first pastor to ever fall off a ladder in, in a sermon. All right? Plus, I don't want to break my legs. So, I mean, I'm still nervous and scared. And here's the deal. When you join a community group, is it going to solve all your problems? No, you're still going to have struggles and issues, okay? But, but here's the deal. You have people to support you and help you that can help you have victory and help you overcome and walk along stuff, stuff with you, okay? And, and so, again, for some of us to get to places we want to go spiritually, we're going to need the support of others, so that we can go higher, okay? I feel pretty cool. I'm going to take both my hands off. Jesus, help me right now. Bam, strike the pose. I'm going to go down now, okay? That was scary. So anyway, let me climb on down here, all right? Will you guys give it up for my friends here right now for, for, for holding the ladder for me? Thank you guys so much. Give it up for them. I hope you see the point. God wants to do great things in your life he wants to do greater things in your life but dancing alone is going to make it difficult but if you will get connected if you will get in a community group if you'll have the support of others you'll see God do greater things in your life through those individuals in their lives and so I want to challenge you guys get plugged into a community group it's so easy to make up excuses and say I don't know just do it don't even think about it just just get plugged in all right we have a directory. Look up a community group. We got the summer activity groups. If you go out these back doors at the end of the experience and just keep heading to your right, there's a big corner and sign out there. Man, join a group. Sign up to lead one. We need these relationships in our life. They are so important. So I encourage you, every single one of you, when you leave this experience, go check out the summer activity groups. See what we have, the, the, the common interest groups, all right? Or if you want, the seat back in, in, pocket in front of you, there's this card here. Grab this card, fill it out. At the end of the experience, our ushers will be by the door. Drop it in the door. We will help you find a community group. We're so passionate about this. We want every person in this room to be connected that will help you find the right one for you. Again, it's our heart that none of you will dance alone, but that every single one of you will be connected into a community group where you'll find friends that will provide care for you. You'll find friends that will love you unconditionally. You'll find friends that will help strengthen you spiritually because of their love for Jesus and their love for others. We all need those kind of relationships. I'm, so, I'm in a couple of community groups. So thankful for those people God has put in my life. I'm a better person. I'm a better Christian. I'm a better father. I'm a better husband because of my community group. And all of us are in one. All the staff, Pastor Herbert's in a community group. It's so vital. And here's the vital sign. It's not only important for you so that you can receive care and, and love and be strengthened spiritually, but God wants to use you. God wants you to be in a community group because God wants to use you to provide care for somebody. 
God wants to use you to love someone unconditionally. God wants to use you to strengthen someone spiritually. It goes both ways. God desires us to have these relationships. Man, we need them to help us grow in our relationship with God. And so again, if you're not plugged in, I pray today you do whatever it takes. No more excuses. Don't push it off. Get plugged in today. Fill out a card. Go out to the summer community groups table. Call the church office. We want to do everything we can so that nobody in this place is dancing alone.